From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. Text that hilarious joke about your boss to your boss. What? No, no. Try a $4 Coors Light Tall. Set your morning alarm for 6 p.m. That calls for $5 strawberry margaritas. So if you ask your phone why you're still single and... Ha, ha, ha. Seriously? Head to Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour from 3 to 6. At participating locations, taxes and fees apply. Dine-in only. Drink responsibly. Offers vary by location. Void where prohibited. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Hello, 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 bitch. Oh, nice. Keep it on brand, eh? Wait, uh, straight off the bat, uh, you're you're Jesse, I'm Walt? Yo, podcast, bitch! Because, like, I (laughs) act like Jesse, but I look like Walt. Yeah, I'm probably more. I'm probably more of the Walt, to be honest. Yeah, but like, but like. Oh yeah, you're you're Jesse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, Braden Harrington here with (laughs) Davey Portman for PostWrestling.com or Patreon.com/slash/UpNext. Yeah, Uh, we are the Up Next guys. We do NXT wrestling reviews every Wednesday, but we also do like weird movie reviews and Mm. stuff on our Patreon and on our uh, podcast feed. But me and you. We are roommates, and we both love the show Breaking Bad. For sure, yeah. And now there's a fucking movie. Absolutely. Oh my god, bitch. Um, yeah, this was announced a while ago. Now, I'm I'm a massive fan of Better Call Saul as well. Right, never saw you it. You haven't seen yet. No. I highly recommend. Like, if you love like this universe Vince Gilligan's created, okay. it's such a good show, um, and just gets better and better. Now, they've taken a year hiatus to film... Uh, to film El Camino. Yes, yes. Um, which means that once... Um, I think the next season is going to be the last for Better Call Saul, but yes. I think they're doing the splitting in two thing again. That, like Breaking Bad did. Which I don't get. Why Why don't you just call it season five and six? More commercial money, baby. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Um, but, <laughs> I don't watch TV shows that often. Right. Like, like you, you you, were obsessed with Game of Thrones. You did a review mm. for the, the, the finale for us as well. I can't get, like, for me, I, I don't know if I have ADD, ADHD, something about TV shows. Maybe that's why I like wrestling. I can jump back in at any time, get back out. Mm. Like, it's easy to, it's always flowing. But for TV shows, like, I get real bored and real quick and I, like, jump out. But Breaking Bad is my favorite show that I've ever watched. Right. Front to back. And I've actually f- watched every single episode. I watched, I caught up to when it was, like, on TV because I got so into it. But I, I was obsessed with this show. I would say with the... Like, I call this a smart show, Breaking yes, Bad. Same yes. with Better Call Saul. I think a lot of shows, even with comedies, actually, you need to... You can't just judge something based on one episode. Sure. I'd always uh, I'd always have a go at my mum, because I'd be watching, like, the US version of The Office, and it would be like, season three, episode four. 
10 minutes into the episode, she'll walk in, see 30 seconds, and be like, how do people find this funny? It's like, well, <laughs> because you don't have seven seasons worth of context, sure. three episodes and 10 minutes. Like, it's just out of nowhere. And I think a lot of these shows, you've got to kind of give a good few episodes to... This one you need kind to know of, I mean, story. Breaking Bad certainly brings you into that world but i know a lot of people who said yeah i kind of found season one slow and then just got hooked right um and i think that's definitely the case with these smarter shows i had that with, with game of thrones i rewatched season one like three times well breaking before bad, i actually loved it what got me and i can tell you it, it is one of the first episodes i think the first episode is is like a movie mm. the pilot of breaking bad but uh it's the part i mean by the way if you've not watched breaking bad Turn this, this off right yeah, now. Yeah, this is all spoilers. Also, yeah, this is, uh, if you haven't seen El Camino, yeah, 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 shut it off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, unless you don't care, then continue listening to us talk about stuff you don't mm. know about. Uh, but in the, one of the earlier episodes of Breaking Bad, when Walt has the guy tied up in the basement and mm. he feeds him a sandwich, yeah. and then the guy has the plate and the plate breaks and then there's a missing piece. Yes. And he figures it out that the guy has a, like a shank, essentially. Yeah. I was like, how did they write this? This is genius. Oh, and I was obsessed every Now, time. Vince Gilligan's incredible. He wrote... Um, he wrote and produced a lot of the X-Files. Um, some of the best episodes of X-Files he was responsible for. Um, and uh, Brian Cranston actually appeared in uh, possibly even two episodes of X-Files playing different characters. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's where their relationship Interesting. came. Interesting. Okay. Because uh, Brian Cranston is a serious actor. And but, uh, former Power Rangers voice actor. Exactly. <laughs> but everyone knows him, like mainstream-wise, yeah. as uh, the dad. What, Hal? Yeah, in Malcolm how, in the Middle. See, I always thought this show would be a comedy because I was obsessed with that as a kid. Yeah. So I was like, oh, he's in another comedy. But it was not the case. And that's, I think, Vince Gilligan really uh, championed for Brian Cranston. Mm-hmm. Um, because you say it's not a comedy, but... Oh, it, it's funny. It is. It's a dark comedy. Yeah. And I think what I love about the show is season one, I would say, is a comedy. And as it goes down, it, yeah, it turns okay. more into drama and less into comedy. Although yeah. you still have those elements... And um, and that carries through right into Better Call Saul, because I, I believe when they started writing that, the talk was it was going to be more of a sitcom, like 20-minute episodes okay. set in the same world. And then they kind of realized, no. Sure. Uh, but it's it's shot the same. It, it's definitely the same universe. It's the same writing, obviously. Right. A lot of the same cast. And I believe once the the next season comes out, it's actually going to be on TV longer than Breaking Bad was. Wow. Which is oh, crazy. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So it's definitely like the Frasier to Cheers as far as spinoffs go. Um, insane. And definitely that. there's definitely an appetite for more in this world. And I mean, after watching this, it's this is a movie called El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. Yeah. So clearly there's some sort of Netflix deal. And I just watched, uh, I, I, we, we are, I work at an ABC affiliate for TV station. I watch a lot of Jimmy Kimmel mm. at work. They had Aaron Paul on to promote this. First of all, he got away for three months without anyone knowing he was filming this movie. Right. In the same place they filmed Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. How did no one know that yeah. for three months? Everyone was like, oh, you must be filming your cameo in Better Call Saul. They used all the people who work on Better Call Saul made this movie. Mm. And no one knew for like the longest time until they released it. And everyone was like, oh, they filmed a Breaking Bad movie. And also the, the trailer they released was was a scene that doesn't actually appear in the film. Sure. Um, which was Skinny Pete being interviewed. And we assume it's after, because uh, he keeps the El Camino and yeah. gets brought in. So yeah. it's... It's that scene, right. is the trailer, which I think is fantastic, yeah. like for promotional stuff. Definitely, um, I, I'd love to see that more, and I think that's where 
where Vince Gilligan's just so creative and he's a genius. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I, I was a huge fan of the show and the show ended and a lot of people say that it's one of the best endings in TV because you get everything you need. Mm. Spoilers again, but like Walt dies and Jesse's free and you're like, yeah. wow, that's all I need in my life. I'm, I'm fine with this. And it was like, for me, again, I don't watch a lot of TV and I was like, this ending is perfect. This is great. Um, then they make a movie and I'm like, okay, guys, you might tarnish the legacy of that ending. Mm. Like if you fuck this up, then that could affect that. Cause like, it's going to be associated. Yeah. The, that, the ending was great, but why do they have to go make that movie? It's something that was in my head. Like, sure. Ooh, cause because that is a perfect ending, just leaving it on a cliffhanger like that. Like, he's free, but, like, how I, is he, what's he going to do? I feel people really want, like, everything to be spelled out exactly, for them yeah. and finished. Because right. I'm the same as you. I thought it was uh, so beautiful, just Jesse looking like shit, being tortured. Yeah. And, like, just laughing and yeah, driving he's off. He's free. But so many people were like huh but what happens what happened after that right same with walt like he's been shot in the stomach he's he takes the mask off so he's got all those fumes with the meth yeah, coming yeah. in and the police coming in but you could go uh i mean we don't see him right die i mean he should be dead and this was a way to go no walt is dead yes and this is what happens to jesse right it's pretty crazy and i think after this, you don't need to know no, anymore about so, Jesse. I was like, oh, okay. Are they gonna? Are they gonna give me something I don't want? Because like, mm. are they just gonna show me what he does now? And I'm, I don't know. I, I didn't have negative going into it, but I'm like, oh, they could really mess with the the ending there because it, it just leaves you. You yeah. don't know what, what could happen. But I will say, after watching this, it's something I, I didn't necessarily need. But mm. it's something I actually really liked. That seems to be job. that seems to be the general consensus, yeah. and a lot of people have been calling this an epilogue or a coda rather than a movie. And I, sure. I like that because an epilogue is that that scene the book finishes and then you go right. ten years later and we yeah, see yeah. we see how they're doing now. And I think this felt like a very just a long episode of Breaking Bad. I will say, which like, is what I wanted. I, yeah, yeah, it's cinematic enough already. That. It is. It's a TV show that feels like a movie mm. for me. It's just one long movie, and that's this. This did a good job. It felt as soon as it was going in, it was like bringing me back to yes. when I would watch the show, and I was like, "Oh, I miss this show now." Just that I got shivers watching the previously on Breaking Bad. Yeah, thing. yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, this, which, this happened. This which happened. I didn't know they did on my Netflix. Like, so I prepared by going on YouTube and like watching a best of right. thing. Uh, Aaron Paul did our recap on on, on Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, he they, I watched so many recaps and was like, "Oh man, I love this show." And then I click play, and then it's like, "Here's a three minute recap." I was like, "Okay, perfect. You're doing it for me." Yeah. So that. I watched it again and they fill you in on like everything. So it was filling in, but it was, it was still from like Jesse's point of view. Right. Whereas Breaking Bad is Walt's story. I mean, Jesse was meant to die in season one. Right. And, uh, they loved the character. Yes. That they kept him on. So yes, he definitely, it becomes Walter White is the central figure. And then all these other support yeah, cast yeah. members. And then Aaron Paul as Jesse definitely becomes, like one big, big character in this. Oh, I mean, I, I you, you, I live with you. You see my shirt. I wear a break, his face that says yo bitch on it. Yeah. And like, if you don't know the show, I'm walking around with some guy's face on it that says yo bitch. And people are always like, how rude this man wearing this. But then most people like, like if I wear that shirt, a minimum of 10 people in the day will be like, yo bitch. And they know, like they know the yeah. show. They've watched it. They know what it is. And it's like, fine. You saying that, uh, my uncle Bob, 
changed his Facebook picture a few Uh-oh. years ago to, you know, the picture of Walter White and it's the bald head, the glasses, yeah. the kind of scowl on the face, but it's done in the green and yellow Breaking Bad ca- uh, colours and okay. almost cartoony. Yeah. So my Uncle Bob uh, took a photo like that and made that his profile picture. And then uh, my great auntie Jackie, so his mum's sister, was like, oh, Robert, why are you using this photo? It looks, this doesn't represent you. This doesn't look nice. You're normally such a happy man. Why are you scowling? And she's, oh, it's a, it's, it's a reference to a TV show. I am the Aunt danger. Jackie, yeah. <laughs> I am the one who knocks. Uncle Bob's the one who knocks. Uh, yeah, I mean, you have, I, I know you have some Breaking Bad stuff. Or in your room, you have a Breaking I've Bad got- uh, the, uh, the Winnebago. The Winnebago. Yeah, yeah really yeah. cool, arty. Do they have a Breaking Bad Lego? Because that would be lit. Oh, there was. Oh, yeah, there the, was for the, sure. With that, yeah. And it got. I know there was a bit of a um, outcry from parents and things they're because like, it was made, in Toys R Us. Like you, made, you go and get your mate meth lab and <laughs> lab and stuff from Toys R Us uh, for the finale uh, of Breaking Bad. I remember I I watched the show a lot of the times with my uh, my friend Shane. So for the finale, we went out and seeked out the. The, the candy that looks most like the meth. Okay. Meth. So we yeah. went and found the blue. Oh, like, that rock was definitely candy. something. Yeah. I had a t shirt with the Better Call Saul right. sign. Yeah. I mean, I have a Los Pollos t shirt. Oh, you got to. And I have a I am Say My Name or, or something like yeah. that. One of the, all the Breaking Bad stuff. Um, it's weird because it feels like it was a long time ago. It does. Um, I, I was on tour in Austria when I was watching it, and I think it was I was up to season three which I think the last two episodes of season three are when it really shifts. Right. Um, the second last one is uh, Jesse is all like methed up. He's got the gun. He's going to take out um, those, the people that killed the the kid. I think there's a lot of kid killing. There's a lot of kid killing. Um, and then Walt like charges in the car, runs them both over, picks up the gun, shoots one of them. <laughs> so he does it for Jesse. Right. And then the next one is where... Um, he shoots, uh, Jesse shoots Gail Benneker. Oh, yeah, Where yeah. he, Walt gives him the address. You think right. Walt's going to rat him out. And he gives Gail Benneker's uh, address, who also appears in Breaking Bad in an awesome cameo. You mean in Saw? In Better Call Saw. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was watching these as I was cooking. Like, I had it on my laptop. Yeah. And the guy I was on tour with came and was like, what is this? What are you watching? Like, it's called Breaking Bad. He's like, I want to watch this with you. I'm like, you should probably watch season one and two first. No, I'm watching it from now. Uh, it comes in when it's crazy. It was like, this yeah. looks insane. Right. I, I, I agree. It did start out like a, a comedy show and it got like more aggressive and, and, and great. I just love how smart the writing is in some of the episodes. Like, and how do you cr- come up with this stuff? The choice of shots are always really just, the, I believe the first shot of the entire series is, Walter White in his underwear, yes. holding a gun. Yeah. Beautiful blue sky, beautiful yellow desert. desert. And you, it's just such a striking image. Right. Um, and they do the stuff with, like, the, the purple teddy bear, which is... Yeah, I love that. Um, cool. And just all this imagery is really cool and very different for TV. Yeah, I, no, I, I love it. I think it's because it reminds me of a movie. So even continuing with this El Camino here, feels like a whole movie. I, I really enjoy it. So I watched the whole the recap here. And it got me so psyched to watch El Camino. And I was wondering why it was called El Camino. Yeah. And you figure out pretty quick. <laughs> well, I mean, we saw the car at the end yeah, of it, yeah. but it's been a while. Yeah, El Camino is the 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 car that Jesse Pinkman escapes in. Yes. Uh, it's Todd's car. Oh, right. It's Todd's car. Or, 
or Landry from Friday Night Lights? Oh, I don't know. Oh, it's a good show. Good show. (laughs) Um, So let's get into the film itself. Yes, let's go into El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. Uh, Netflix. Yeah. Netflix loved Breaking Bad because they they picked it up when it ended and then it just got Breaking Bad wasn't on in the UK. Oh, I believe season one and two was, but it was one of those things where it was hidden on like BBC three at two in the morning and it was just word of mouth and DVD sales. Okay. Um, so I, I had to order like the DVDs from the U S so I go on amazon.com, like the U S one, uh, toward them in and then Netflix picked it up. So for season five, they would pretty much air it as soon as the episode finished in the U S because this, this, this movie came about because when Netflix put it on with mm. all the seasons, when it was finished show, it, it did really good. Yeah. So Netflix was like, huh, people really love this show. It was why I got Netflix. Uh, a few years ago during the finale, I believe it was for Halloween. I did a breaking bad pumpkin. Okay. Like the logo. Oh yeah. Two like squares with yeah. the BR BR. And I did a pre- I'm pretty good pumpkin carver. And to this day, I'm still getting notifications of someone liking it because <laughs> AMC and Breaking Bad retweeted it like oh, years nice. ago. So it's like to this day, someone's searching Breaking Bad and sees this pumpkin and likes it. So <laughs> dig my shit up. You'll find it. Um, so let's get into El Camino. Let's yeah. Let's do it. It's a beautiful shot of Albuquerque by a, by a, like a river. We hear the water running. Um, this is actually the location where Walt killed Mike Ermentrout. Um, we see Jesse Pinkman smoking away uh, and he's talking to Mike so we realize this is a flashback. He's talking about his desire to get out of the meth business and says he, referring to Walt, won't be happy. Uh, They chat about what they're going to do with the money. Uh, Mike says he's going to do the same thing he always does, which we assume, if you've seen Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, uh, it will be to give it to his granddaughter, Mm -hmm. who he's very, very close with. Jesse asks, what should I do with money? And Mike suggests go to Alaska. It's like completely opposite side of the country. It's quiet. Start fresh. No one will know. Jesse goes, yeah, start fresh. Put things right. Mike goes, sorry, kid. That's the one thing you can never do. You can't right your wrongs. Damn. Have Um, you ever wanted to just run away to Alaska? I ran away to Canada, didn't I? (laughs) (laughs) Close enough. Everyone in the UK thinks you did that. Uh, Because Alexander Supertramp. Is like my idol into the wild. Okay. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> sure. Um, we cut right to that final scene of Jesse from season five of Breaking Bad, where he's escaping the the Nazi compound in the El Camino. Uh, loads of police cars are going past, and then we see a car crash, and we hear the voices of Skinny Pete and Badger, and we realize they're playing a video game. They're bantering. They're like, yo, you couldn't drive Miss Daisy. Yeah, well, you couldn't drive Thelma and Louise off a cliff. He's like, yeah, you drive like my dead grandma. And Badger goes, dude, that's disrespectful. <laughs> um, they they say, oh, what are you doing? You're getting Cheeto dust all in my controllers. It's another callback to the show because Walter was like, oh, you just want to waste your day away getting Cheeto dust everywhere with your, with your stoner mates. Um, I love these two. I think the, is it Star Wars they recap in Badger, like, oh, yeah, recap yeah, Star yeah, Wars, yeah, yeah. and there's a video on YouTube where someone's like, animated it. Oh, my God. It's so good. Um, or is it Star Trek? One of the two. Badger, Badger looks like he's lost weight, but, like, he looks more in shape, a little older. He gave it to someone else in the cast <laughs> a bit later on. Um, Jesse knocks on the door, and he's like, yo, I need help. I need to get this car off the street. 
Um, well, they don't. They're like they're, ooh, they they're don't like, recognize. They're him like first. what? They realize it's it's him. They're like, oh my god, he's alive because it's still happening. Nothing. It, it's the same. It's, it's same just state. happened. Yeah, it just happens. Everything. And he's been in capture for a while. Yeah, uh, in captivity rather. Uh, he wolfs down some pot noodles and crashes out straight to sleep. So I am like Jesse. Yeah, Eating completely. Ramen noodles. Yep. Always there for you. Never lets you down. Uh, we see another shot uh, shot of Albuquerque, and we see Los Pollos Hermanos is mm. no more. It's yeah. been replaced. Um, Badger and Skinny Pete are watching the news. They're hearing about this mass killing uh, set up by an automatic weapon, and someone's asking, uh, this person of interest we're after, Jesse Pinkman, mm -hmm. was he liberated by Walter White? Um, because... Uh, obviously, he's the only person not there anymore, believed to be in captivity. Everyone else is dead. Um, yeah, because realistically, he, him and, because if you're wondering, because it's like, they were technically drug lords and they were in some serious shit yeah. for all these, all these years in Breaking Bad. And yeah, in the end, it was Walt, like, saving Jesse, essentially. Uh, he's still a criminal. And, I mean, Hank has died. All his agents have died. This information is there that these two were... Mm big serious yeah. poncho so it's all coming like together so yeah jesse pinkman would be a a person they would be interested in but part of me is like wouldn't they just think he'd be dead if they don't find him but then they don't find the body well, i so. think they found all the bodies except, <clears throat> except for him. his and they found this cage and right and now and, and with walt being dead it'll just lead them to find more things about yeah. pinkman and be like huh it's one of the things i i felt after the show and and same watching this obviously as you said Walter White is a piece of shit. He's right. a criminal. I mean, I love him, but yeah. But you love him. Yeah. And one of the things, okay, there's going to prison and all that, but it's his reputation. The fact that his name is out there now yeah, and it's yeah. so dirty. Yeah. And you think back to like his kid and Skylar mm -hmm. and all them, that they've got to live with that. Right. It's, um, it's not just uh, like your anti-hero getting away and then dying or yeah. whatever. And But it's out there. His name is dirt now. Yeah, true. Um, Jesse wakes up in, in the bedroom and he thinks he's still in captivity. He's seeing the bars on the ceiling, uh, skinny and badger come in and Jesse just pulls a gun out on them. They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's me. It's me. It's me. You're fine. You're good. You're not there anymore. Um, and Jesse starts crying. Aaron Paul is just fantastic. I think, um, yeah, definitely. And, and he looks different. I mean, he's got the scars and stuff from yeah. being in captivity in this movie. And it's a good addition to the character. For it makes sure. it like older, rougher kind of. Um, Skinny's going through all his clothes and he's like, oh, yeah, especially because, uh, sorry, I was going to call him Aaron Paul. No, Jesse has <laughs> lost weight um, yeah. a lot. So he's like, oh, these should all fit you fine, unlike Sasquatch over there. <laughs> and you might relate to Jesse, but I feel this is a line you would say. I can't help it that I'm sized for love. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> um, Badger and Pete are just so nice, I think. They're, well, you, you really, like, fucking love these guys. Well, then and maybe so I am Badger, because then he's like, hey, Jesse, uh, here, you want to hit this? Because it might help take the edge off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and Jesse's like, no, I'm clean. Yeah. I'm clean, guys, no weed. Uh, they take him to the shower. They're like, hey, we got... Uh, like Irish Spring, Axe Body Spray, my favourite, Tommy Hillfinger, <laughs> um, and Obsession for Men. And Badger's like, yo, Obsession's the bomb, yo, I got it last Christmas. It's good. It's good. Um, and Badger asks him, hey, Jaquan Jesse, Marvin. is it true you really? that they kept you in a cage? Yeah. Jesse just closes the door. Oh, doesn't want to talk about it. Um, 
yeah, Jesse shaves, which was probably a bad idea. They're like, hey, you should keep, keep yeah. like, you don't want to show that face, but he's like, nah, fuck it. And yeah, shaves. does that make sense? To shave? Yeah. I think, I think you don't care at that yeah, point. Yeah. Think how, like, dirty, dirty and dirty. stuff you'd feel. You just want to feel clean. Um, we go to uh, old Joe, who we've seen in Breaking Bad right. before. Uh, he's helped Walt and Jesse out a of few a few times. situations. He he provided the magnet, bitch, bitch. Um, <laughs> when they were wiping a Gus Fring's laptop. Uh, so we've seen this guy a lot. And magnets. Magnets. How do, how do they work? <laughs> um, we see on the news it is confirmed Walt is dead. Oh. No more conspira- conspiracy theories. Walter White is dead. And that Jesse Pinkman is highly wanted. Um, old Joe turns up. Um, he's obviously there to get rid of the El Camino, the car, um, and says, look, I'm going to do it for free. You're a good kid. You got into trouble. Um, I'm going to do this for you. Just as he's inspecting the car, there's a beep. The low jack has gone off the security system. So old Joe's like, oh, fuck this. Starts running away. Mm, he and he's like, I'm going to flee. You need to flee too. Um, and Skinny Pete comes up with this plan. This is a pretty smart plan. He is. Yeah. He's a smart guy. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't expect it from this skinny Pete. No. This is a genius idea. He goes, right, Badger, you're going to take my car, drive it to the to the Mexico border. Well, first he's like, Jesse, are you going to Mexico? And he's like, no, not no. at all. He's like, cool. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So take this to the border, hide it, but like make it, make find- it findable, like pretend to hide it, um, wipe it down and then hitchhike back. And sounds <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just leaving it in the desert. Hitchhike from the Mexico border back to that's the Netflix film I want to see. Badger, a Breaking Bad movie, just him trying to get back to Albuquerque. Hitchhiking sounds terrifying to me. And I'm like a, a six foot, six foot one big dude, but hitchhiking sounds terrifying. Oh, fuck, I really want that film now. <laughs> Make it. Um, so, he says, yeah. Jesse, you're going to take Badger's car. And get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, and Pete's like, I'm going to keep the El Camino. Just like, well, what are you going to do with it, though? And he's like, yo, look, they know it's here already. I'll just say you popped by. We smoked a ball, sent you on your way. No yeah. idea where you're going. And he's like, I'll pass a lie detector test. Right. I'm like fucked all the time. Yeah. It's all good. Um, and they give uh, they give Jesse a load of money. Badger starts counting his out. And Pete's like, yo, bitch, like, give him all the give money. All the money. Uh, these guys are fucking awesome. Would you do this for me? Uh, if you were in that much trouble? <laughs> like, like I wouldn't, if you were like, yo, I killed people, like, without, <laughs> you were just like a terrible person, like, no, I'd be like, buddy, you need to turn it yeah, But if you're you probably were... just, I'd ditch this. <laughs> but then I, I would help you in this situation, yeah. I'd even share my weed. Yeah. <laughs> and this is maybe... Uh, my favorite moment in the film. Okay. Uh, Skinny Pete gives Jesse his hat to disguise himself. Jesse goes, yo, Skinny, why are you doing this? He goes, dude, you're my hero and shit. <laughs> I got choked up. Uh, Twitter that day was just blowing up with this moment. Right. Like Skinny Pete's the hero of this whole story. <laughs> he does help him. Uh, I thought this was awesome. Uh, and yeah, cause these are like three kids who are hanging out. Right. Like, Messing about in a little bit of crime, doing some drugs. Just a little bit of crime. Well, they were they were just like they were low low level, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. And but just doing it for an extra dollar, really. And then Jesse becomes a fucking drug lord, gets put in captivity by Nazis, yeah, and wild. escapes. It's like 
And clearly, Dude. they have money from him from before. Still, oh yeah. So like, they're like, "Yeah, we'll help you out." Like, For sure, you've, you've helped us eat, so we're gonna help you. We flash back in time. Uh, Jesse is in the cage. Uh, Todd comes to get him. Uh, for those of you that don't remember, Todd is the the nephew of uh, Uncle Jack, the crazy Nazi yeah, who works with Walt. Who works with Walt took Jesse captive. Uh, Todd helped them with the train heist and he then shot a kid. A lot of shooting of kids. A lot of shooting of kids. Yeah. Um, so uh, Todd is Todd clearly looks older now. Because, he's yeah because like when when Breaking Bad was shot before he was supposed to be like a young kid. Yeah. So they they he looks different, but it, it didn't. Phase he's me, he's really. put on a bunch of weight. Yeah. It, um, it didn't phase me as much. Like I was like, okay, whatever, I don't but, care. Did you know he's married to? No, he's engaged to Kirsten Dunst. This guy, Todd. He, yeah. Fuck you, Todd. He's got a kid with Kirsten Dunst. What? Yeah. Did you know Kirsten Dunst tried to be a pop star and has like music? Really? Yeah. Huh? She, she has a cover of I'm Turning Japanese. It's kind of offensive, <laughs> <Okay>. actually. <laughs> uh, Todd offers him a cigarette. Todd is actually super nice, which makes him all the more creepy. He's creepy as fuck. But because it's just his actions. If you just see him on the surface, really nice dude. He's yeah. just, as I said, Landry from Friday Night Lights, He's who's chilling. just fucking lovable. Okay. Um, and he's like, "Hey, everyone's out today. How about we we get you out of this cage? We have a bit of bit of fun, just the boys, you and me. Yeah, uh, I've got a job I want you to help me with." Um, he gives him a cigarette. He gives him a cigarette. He's like, "Oh, if we're going out, we'll need to like starts combing his hair and yeah. like licks his hand to try and pat <laughs> it down. It's like uh, I'm gonna take better care of you from now on. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> have you all nice and I'm clean. Clean you up more, Jesse Pinkman. Yeah, he's very creepy. This Todd guy." <laughs> Um, they go to his apartment to grab something for his car. It's like something that's going to go in the trunk of the car. Right. Um, his apartment looks lovely. His apartment looks say. like it's from the eighties. It's really nice. Yeah. It's really, it's a great apartment. Um, it's no BDE, but it's, it's, it's not, it's lovely. Um, so I, I love the fact that this guy, um, is being so, cause in Breaking Bad, he only joined in, like, the later seasons. Season four, he came yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. And, like, this feels like he's more creepy here. Like, more scary. It's definitely... He he was in it a fair bit, but we this fleshes out his character. Right. And yeah. th- they definitely had these elements of being, like, a nice guy psychopath in yeah, Breaking Bad. But that's I, what he is. I think this is a really good way to just flesh that out and expand it. Um, we flash forward to Jesse's in the car... Uh, listening to the news and we hear about uh, the poisoning of a woman who's Lydia. This is really interesting too. A a part I really enjoyed about this movie being a big fan of the, it's just in the whole universe. Like again, I'm going in this just being super entertained because the news throughout the whole movie is like, talking about things we know about we so know right now right. you're like yeah when he poisoned the girl stevia stevia yep, with ricin yeah. yeah stevia like huge moment in breaking bad that fe- people were scared to use that yeah. shit because they were like whoa stevia was pissed actually that they used that because they're like yo our shit doesn't have this in it he put it in it to yeah. kill it but this news is like it's interesting because it's like heisenberg was the name of walter white blah blah, blah. and they're like whoa yeah and they're saying um that she was involved they believe she was involved with all the criminal yeah. activity and that they believe he was the one that poisoned her because right. of looking at the poison. Um, the thing I took from this was they said she's in critical condition. They didn't confirm her death. Ooh. Now, Lydia is in Better Call Saul. Okay. Um, and obviously, Better Call Saul's a prequel, but you flash forward to the Cinnabon a bunch right. after yeah, yeah. Saul escapes. So I feel they're leaving that door open in case they want to bring her back into the universe because... 
obviously they made it very clear. Walt is dead. You hear yeah, it multiple yeah, times yeah, in this. Yeah. He's dead. Lydia, I think they could have easily just done this news report and been, uh, this woman believed to be involved, died from poisoning. Hmm. But they, they didn't. I hope she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we go back to Todd's apartment and... Todd is chatting to this nosy neighbor, Lou, about fucking plants. Watering the plants. And it's a good cutscene because it's like Jesse's sneaking into Todd's apartment now. Yeah. In the future. Yes. And it cuts back to this old annoying neighbor watering plants and annoying Todd. And then it cuts back where Jesse can't figure out what key it is to break in. And there's like police tape. But the watering plants guy slowly coming into the shot. Like he's going to... It's like those games when they're like searchlights are for you. Yeah, and you're yeah. dodge them. And you're like, oh my God, it, it's it's over for Jesse here because of this old dude. But he manages to go inside. And Lou is obviously very irritating. Um, and what I love is Todd uh, brings that up. He's like, oh, this guy's the worst. I mean... He was in Vietnam, though, which I totally respect. <laughs> um, we then see the dead body of Sonia, the cleaning lady. And Jesse's like, oh, oh, shit, shit, no, oh. Todd's like, oh, man, don't make me feel worse than I already do. This is all fucked. And this is where you're seeing the true psychopath this is why you know Todd's crazy. come out. He even, uh, he's like, they're taking the body. He needs uh, Jesse to help him. And he goes, oh, well, she doesn't need this anymore. And takes the belt that's been around her neck. That, that killed her. That killed her. And then just loops it back onto his jeans. Oh, my God. Fucked. Um, and Jesse's trying to put two and two together. Uh, Todd's showing him his secret hiding place for the, all this money he no. had. <laughs> he's like, okay, so you're going to help me, like, get rid of this body. And he's like, oh, my God. Like Jesse's, like, in shock. Like, yeah. oh, my God, there's a dead body. This woman, he's like, what did she do? And he's like... Well, she found where I keep my stuff. She, did she steal from yeah. you? Well, well no. She, but like now she knows and I can't have that, so yeah. I had to get rid of her. Do you want some soup? <laughs> <laughs> Jesse's like, what the fuck? And he's like, opening his thing. He's like, hmm, got this, got that. Ooh, you're lucky. I got one more can of bean with bacon. You want some? <laughs> like, oh, yo, man. this dude's fucked. <laughs> he is. And you also see that Todd realizes that Jesse is just a broken man because he's completely trusting. Yeah. They've obviously got Brock above his head, the kid Brock. Yeah. Um, where they're like, if you do anything, we're going to kill him. Yeah. So he lets Jesse just roam about the house. Yeah. Uh, Jesse checks out his bedroom and Todd's like, yo, it's bitching. Yeah. We see a tarantula, which is the, the tarantula that Todd picked up at the train track after he killed the kid. Interesting. That's where uh, it's from. So yes. another tie back <laughs> to Breaking Bad. Um, go back to the present day and as you said Jesse is is looking around Todd's apartment because um, Todd says oh I'll need to find a new hiding place but yeah. says I'm going to keep it here I always like it at hand I need it by me under my eyes um, Uncle Jack always said keep money at hand keep yeah. your money at your hands and then but he, he, it's pretty interesting that he keeps the money in the in these like secret books, I actually have a few of these secret books. Oh yeah, I was obsessed with. I, I, a friend of mine knew how to make them. Right, so I'd go to like a thrift store, get the biggest Tom Clancy book or an encyclopedia <laughs> or something, give it to them. They hollow it out and do this whole. It's a whole like you can buy them and stuff, but they're pretty sweet. Mm. I'm not going to tell you what I keep in it. <laughs> I'm sure I already. <laughs> uh, 
um, we see Jesse's parents on the TV and they're urging him him to turn himself in. Jesse, if you're oh, seeing this, Jesse. son, just turn yourself uh, in. Jesse, turn yourself in. I uh, I was watching this in the in the early AM and I tried not yelling at my TV at this moment. I was like, shut up. Uh, get the fuck out of here. These, I feel uh, Jesse's parents are Rance and Nan. Uh, Rand and Nance from Middle Class Fancy. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, oh. they're just typical white Terrible class parents. They fucked up parents. with their first kids, and they have a second one, and they treat him great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cut back to uh, to the past. Uh, Jesse is just shoving Sonya's body out the window. It's so fucking funny. They're getting rid of this this poor cleaning lady. Oh, I clean, I stay. She's dead, and they throw her body off like the just disrespect. <laughs> so shitty, and it lands so dodgily. <laughs> Um, How does no one see these people load this in? Because <laughs> you ever, like, we live downtown, we see people, like, throwing lo- uh, furniture out. It, sometimes it makes noises if you throw a couch off, like, yeah. the landing of a truck, even. It makes noises. You throw it up. The body. sound of a dead <laughs> yeah, body it just. Sounds, it's, like, obviously this is a movie and it's fake, but it's like, oh my god, it's so great. Um, this might be one of my favorite scenes. Uh, Todd is driving Jesse and the body while singing Sharing the Night Together by Dr. Hook. He's just <laughs> loving life. A big lorry goes past. He asks, he like does, does the, the hand signal thing. to honk the horn. Yeah. He's just fucking loving it. And it's, I think this character is fantastic. He like, reminded me of myself in this. Yeah, except you don't have a dead body and someone <laughs> had caught in a cage yeah, he, here for he months. Is, here he is just enjoy. like you wouldn't think that he's done all this. He just looks like a really happy guy. Mm. He's just really like enjoying his uh, sharing the night together, like, which I'm going to be bumping for the next week, nice I'm song. sure. Um, and he's just like, he's just happy. Yeah. He's literally, the, the shot is so, I, I laugh out loud during this this shot. And it's just like him. He's so happy. It. Yeah, he's literally <laughs> just like. Dun, 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 dun. It's just like, oh, what a, he goes on earlier about, oh, this, they're calling for rain today. Yeah, he goes, oh. Rain clouds. That's, that's it looks it, like such a beautiful day. Yeah, if I'm Jesse and he's doing that to me, I, that's where right. I'm like, just, uh, just shoot me, dude. Just, <laughs> he's like, huh. There might be rain, though. You think, you, you, they, you know, those guys are always wrong. They're always, they are. They always, I'm like, dude, just put a bullet in my head. Uh, there's a beautiful shot of the desert and Jesse's digging away. Um, they share a cigarette and Todd asks Jesse, hey, do you want to sh- say a few words? Like, I don't know this one. He's like, Todd goes, she was a nice, nice lady. Great housekeeper. <laughs> Fucked. Uh, <laughs> And he's like, yo, Jesse, see if uh, I should have some more cigarettes in the glove compartment of the car. Uh, glove box, I think yeah, the yeah. Americans say. Uh, go and check it out. He pulls it open and we see Morley cigarettes, which this isn't an actual brand, but it's used a lot in TV shows. Okay. Um, most famously used by the cigarette smoking man from the X-Files, which uh, do you know the guy I mean? No. Oh, the... the one of the main baddies in X-Files. He appears throughout okay, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 Every yeah. scene he's smoking a cigarette gotcha. and he smokes Morley's. Gotcha. And, and obviously Vince, Vince Gilligan yeah. worked on that. So a nice little crossover there. Uh, Jesse sees a gun next to it. Yeah. So in the glove compartment, glove box, there's a gun. Yeah. And Jesse just freezes. Like, oh fuck. But he grabs. He grabs the gun and slowly walks. You hear, oh, did you find him, Jesse? Slowly walks towards it. He's him. so happy. Still. So happy. Get those smokes. And Jesse's just stood there holding this gun by his side, not knowing what to do. Todd, for the first time ever in the whole show, looks scared. Yeah, because he realizes Jesse's got the gun. And 
He's like, hey, how you doing there, Jess? Um, Found that gun, eh? Oh, yeah. Uh, thinking maybe we could get some pizza later. Maybe a few ice cold beers. You like pizza, right, Jess? You like pizza? A few large pizzas? What kind of pizza do you want? And you just see Jesse shaking and, like, his voice is all choked up and he just, like, coughs out pepperoni. This guy's broken. It's right. so sad. Um, I, I mean, I know that he doesn't shoot him because we've seen what happens to yeah. in the ending of Breaking Bad. But I'm like, oh, just shoot him. Just shoot him. Yeah. But uh, he can't do it. He's just completely broken. And but part of me thought, thinks it's a, it was a trap anyways. Todd was testing yeah, him. Yeah, I was. think so. Yeah, it was. Because Todd's fucked up. Yeah. So, of course, he's like, hey, go get me those smokes. He know, Of course, you're going to know a fucking gun's yeah. where it is. So, I was thinking that Jesse was going to, to f- shoot it and it was going to be empty. Right. And that's how Todd's like, now I'm going to fuck you up. Now, obviously, Brock is like, that's the card in the back pocket. Of course, yeah. The, the there. Kid, the and kid. So, I think you're right. I think it was a test. Um, but it just makes... It makes Jesse look so just weak and right. defeated. It's really sad. Um, we go back to the present day and Jesse's still searching around the apartment. Oh, well, right before it cuts back, though, when he gives the gun back to Todd. Yeah. And uh, Todd's like, okay, cool. And then, like, he goes, well, you know, Uncle Jack always says, life is what you make it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he puts his arm around him. and it's, oh. like, it's like, huh, you didn't shoot me. Life is what you make it. I'm like, mm. fuck you, man. Yeah. You're such a creep. <laughs> uh, so Jesse finds the money in the door of the freezer. Yes. Um, and he's like, ah, I found the place. So he goes through the dude's entire apartment, yep. finally finds the money in the fridge, which is crazy, which is a smart thing. I, I, I was like, it has to be somewhere in it's the kitchen. It's not in the fridge, but it's in the door. So you've got to like pull the door yeah. off. Yeah. It's like the paneling. Right. Um, very clever. We should keep that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know where you keep your money. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that why it keeps going down? Um, police arrive at the apartment and... Lou is pissing them off. He's like, oh, you're back here already. Oh, they searched here just the other day, you know. Uh, Talking about plants, probably. Uh, The guy, I think his name's Casey, is, like, crawling around and walk, like, goes right towards where Jesse is hiding. And Jesse pulls a gun out on him and goes, I'm no cop killer. You be cool and I'll be cool. I ain't a killer. I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Yeah. Um, and then, well, then he makes the, him call the other cop yeah, in. So he's like, bring the other one in. And he's like, Hey, Lieutenant, can you come in here for a second? And the other guy already is like, Oh shit, something's, something's going wrong. on. And then there's like a standoff. Yeah. So they have a showdown with the guns. Uh, this, the other cop, Neil, who comes in, uh, is like, I'm pointing my, you're pointing your gun at me. I'm pointing my gun at you. I know yeah. you don't want to kill any cops, but you've got to give yourself up. Right. Uh, <clears throat> so Jesse gives in, lies down face first on the floor, and then you realize, these ain't cops. Mm, they're fakes. Because they get some rope, they tie him up, and they're like, fuck, what are we going to do now? Uh, at this point, fucking Lou is banging on the door, and he's like, oh, I've got some interesting information for you. This guy saved Jesse's life, I think. Yeah. Because um, he realizes that these guys aren't cops. They just put on some fake cop uniforms exactly. to get into the house, because they, too, are looking for Todd's money. For Todd's money. Uh, and it real on second watch, I realized, oh yeah, that's what 
like tipped off the other guy because he's like, "Hey, lieutenant, yeah, they're not yeah, cops." You just yeah, go, "Wait, Braden, come in here." Yeah, yeah. Like, but but he's like, "Hey, lieutenant," and the guy's like, "Oh, Wait, I'm not a cop. I'm not a cop. <laughs> Why is he calling me that?" Uh, so Lou starts talking to Casey and is like, uh, "Hey, so I always knew that Todd was weird, but he left me this apology note." Uh, I guess you can use it if you need to search for, like, different handwriting or fingerprints. I haven't touched it. I haven't touched it at all. And he's such a... He's like, oh, just put a bullet in this guy. <laughs> um, Jesse's like, yo, I'm going to show you where the money is, but you let me go. The guy says, I'll let you live, because he's like, I'm, you can't shoot me. Everyone will hear. You'll yeah. No one can shoot anyone in this house, because it sets off everyone yeah. that there was a shooting here. None of us want to get caught here, but we want to find the money. He's like, cool, you can leave. I feel like Jesse fucks up in this part of the movie. Well, yeah. He gave himself up to the cops right away. Mm. You just escaped everything and you're already giving yourself up to cops. I'm sorry, but you, you could have got out of that situation differently. However, you now realize that this guy isn't going to to shoot you, but you're going to take this money. He gets like a chunk of this money. Yeah, I, I think it's a morality thing from Jesse. Like mm. Jesse, despite all the wrong things he's done, he's still like a... He he's got like an innocent soul. Yeah. So when he's saying I'm no cop killer, yeah, he's not. He he means it. He he even though he's escaping the law all the time, right? He has that respect. He knows they're like most of them are good people yeah, trying to do a good job. Every death, every kill he had in the Breaking Bad was he's like crying or like it's exactly, emotional and they were bad needed. people as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think he did the right thing, uh, turning himself in, but obviously. Now he's like, oh, fuck these guys. Uh, yeah. They're going to let him go without taking any money. It's like, no, I'm taking the money. Yeah, he just, and that's he just where he pulls the gun out. And it's like, you're not going to fucking shoot me, so yeah. piss off. So he takes a, a third of the money. They take a third, yeah. Um, and then as they're all going their separate ways, uh, Jesse notices that the fake cop, Neil, gets into a van that says Candy Welders mm. Company. And Neil goes, huh. I was wondering when you were going to remember me. Ooh. So we realize that their paths have crossed. He was a welder in the, with the Nazis. Yes. The Nazis hired this guy as a welder. So this guy was kind of an asshole. Yeah. Uh, Jesse heads to the vacuum store to see Ed. Now, Ed, played by Robert Forster, who, rest right. in peace. Oh. Uh, yeah, Robert Forster died on the day of this release. So Whoa. this is the last thing. he. I don't know if he's got any more filmed, but... Right. Uh, yeah, it's spooky. This was released on the day of his death. Wow, rest in peace. Um, he's fantastic. Like, he obviously appeared in uh, the first season. I know him um, well from Twin Peaks. Okay. Uh, oh, right, he's a regular yeah. in that. Great actor, and I think was a really good choice to have for this film. This was very interesting. I thought, so Jesse now, he has his chunk of money. Yeah. He's in his car, and he's going through a phone book, and he's crossing off different vacuum places. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? Uh, and then... He is at one other one. He's like, this doesn't look like the place. But then he sees some van. Yes. And I'm like, oh, is he going to like Saul or something? I'm, from, I'm forgetting what yeah. he's doing. And then I'm like, oh, wait, it's the guy that like can get rid of you. Yeah. The guy can change your life, whatever, right? Like move you. Like, uh, what, what is it? Disappear. He's the disappearer. The disappearer. I was like, oh, shit. What? So he's talked about a bunch throughout the whole show. Yeah. We've only ever seen him once. Right. You've seen like the van appear and yeah, things like yeah. that throughout Which the show. Which is an epic shot in Breaking Bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the only episode we see him in is where he gets Saul to disappear. Right. And uh, Walt sends to, uh, is it Alaska as well? Yeah, somewhere yeah, remote somewhere and cold. Um, 
and that's the only time we've yeah, seen him. Yeah. But he's been not talked about a lot. So when when it like clicked in for me, especially when so Jesse then goes into the vacuum store and there's like some old lady asking this old dude about vacuums. She mm. leaves the store and then finally Jesse confronts him, locks the door. I was like, oh shit, this is that guy. This is crazy. This is he's gonna. This is how he disappears. Like literally, this movie is hitting every question you want asked. Yeah. Like, well, wait, how does how does he drive off from that camp? Then we see that. Yeah. Okay. Well, then wait a second. Well, then how is he gonna? What get, do you do yeah, then with no money? With no what? money. Well, now he's got money. Okay. Well, how do you just start a new life? The, the vacuum this man. Is this is the guy. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Yeah, Jesse goes in, Ed's trying to sell a vacuum to a lady, um, and he doesn't remember what the secret password is. Right. He knows he's got to ask for some kind of... Supermax, Hoovermax. So there was a, a pizza place by where I lived okay. in in London. Yeah. Uh, and I went there quite late once, and I was like, oh, can I have a a large meat feast, extra bacon, or something like that? Just so I was like, I don't know. And he went large meat feast extra bacon and winked at me oh and i was like yeah just a <laughs> a large meat feast extra bacon it's okay. like okay the extra bacon winked again i'm like yeah how much is that it's like just just want a large meat feast extra bacon i'm oh like yeah God. what's what, 13 pounds <laughs> whatever hand it over this guy comes in i'll have a large meat feast extra bacon winks and he's like oh okay and then I see him put something in the box. And oh! Go, oh, okay. You've got some sort of operation here. A real meat feast. Now Jesse can't remember what the the password is. The large meat feast extra bacon is. Right. Um, so he's like, "Look, dude, I know it's you. Look, here's <laughs> a fuck ton of money. Take it, take yeah. it. I need to disappear. You do your thing. I don't know what it is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry." And the guys like, I don't Ed's know to like, about. and he's just got this great look on his face. He's like staring at him kind of contemplating him, intimidating him, and then just goes, you owe me for the first pickup. Mm. Th this is previously owed. Jesse's like, yeah, bitch, I knew it was you. Wait, wait, what? He's like, yeah, it's not my fault you didn't come last time yeah, I tried to make so you disappear. Jesse was trying to disappear, but he chose not to. Yeah. And then that was a bad idea. He's like, fuck, man, I wish I did. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... He goes to move to get you to disappear. Yeah, I'll take this. It's an extra 125k. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Jesse's counting out all his money, and then realizes he's ten thousand short, and then remembers Skinny Pete and Badger gave him money, so he hands it all over, and he's only eighteen hundred dollars oh. short of. I mean, $1,800 is a huge amount of money, but when you look at this, right, this enormous sum of money, not... it's nothing. It's it's like 10 cents to right. you or me. Um, and Ed packs it all up and is like, nope. And you know what? You can take the previously owed as well. Don't want it. Fuck off. I don't want you here. And Jesse's like, look, uh, look, I've been, you've seen the news. I've been in captivity. This happened. This, I, bro, I need you. Yeah. I need you. Yeah. It's like, where I see it, you made your own luck. Same as your partner, same as your lawyer. Now, piss off. Right. Um, Jesse's going, look, I'm not... It's how I am when I'm not getting my own way. And I'm talking to a manager. I'm like, nope, not, not going. <laughs> not going anywhere. Not going until you upgrade these seats, sir. <laughs> um, and so he's doing that. And he's like, all right, I'll call the police. 
Calls the police. Yeah, there's this kid that won't leave my store. Yeah, he doesn't say it's Jesse. He doesn't write nope. it He goes, hey, I'm, I mean, you know, I work in this vacuum store. There's this young man who's not uh, refusing to leave my store. Okay, cool. Thank you. He's like, I don't feel threatened yet, but there's potential yeah. to be and this sort of stuff. So Jesse's like about to dip. Then <laughs> it's like, no, you're lying. <laughs> you're, you're trying to trick me. You didn't call the cops because if the cops came, they'd find me with a bag of money. And then they'd be like, why are you at this vacuum store with a bag of money? Because you wouldn't. You were tricking me and I passed the test. And he's and no one hangs up on the cops. If you feel you're on danger, you're on the line to the cops until they come. So he's running his mouth and then the shot, like the camera is on him and then the door is behind him and then the cop cruiser just pulls This is <laughs> This is classic Breaking Bad. Yeah, this yeah, is the yeah. comedy, like, oh, they're going to get caught, get away thing. Um, and this felt like old Jesse Pinkman as well here, right. uh, which is great. So he dips. So he dips. Um, and then as he's running away, Ed goes, take your money. And he's like, oh, shit, yeah, and runs back to get the money. He says, though, he says, though, before he leaves, he's like, hey, uh, if I get the money, your word is, is bond? This is on the phone after, oh, okay, yeah. So he he gets out, the police come in, and Ed goes, oh, yeah, uh, he just left. I guess the call scared him away. Uh, he went north, um, and he's got a interesting tattoo of an insect above his eye. So obviously, <laughs> he's lying, throwing him off the trail. Yeah, and we see Jesse watching all of this. He's in his car. He calls him and is like, "If I get you the money, yeah, uh, your word is good. Word is bond, and on and on and, and on. A deal is a deal. Your word is your bond. It is. I'll get you your money." Uh, we see Jesse's parents, uh, Nance and Rand, um, <laughs> washing dishes together. It's kind of cute. Like, couple goals. <laughs> I, I like to cook, and then the, the partner can clean. Yeah, and I notice you don't have a partner, so that's... <laughs> <laughs> wow. I've Shots noticed. Fired. <laughs> Shots fired. Uh, Jesse calls them, and they're going, Oh, baby, son, boy, turn yourself in. <sighs> and he goes, Hey, remember where we used to go for picnics together? Meet me there. And I know this is too late to say this, but you did your best. What happened is on me. You did your best, which is, is nice. He yeah. said he's saying goodbye. Yeah. And like, I'm sorry. Um, but this is just a trick to get mm. them out of the house. Because if you need $1,800, where do you go? Your parents' house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he finds a key under the bricks in the patio to let himself into the house right. and then finds a safe. Now, I thought probably like you, he was going for money. Right. But he wasn't. He was going for guns. That's right. There's an old ass looking gun. Yeah, an old ass uh, gun and like a little revolver little kind of pistol. Thing. Yeah, thing. like two little guns. Two little guns. It's go time. Um we do a flashback to uh Neil is talking to Kenny. Um Neil's the fake cop and right. the welder. And Kenny's like, yo, I want this to be as strong as possible it cannot break. It's like, you're good. It's not going to break. It's right. like, no, I want you to put more shit These on it. These are the Nazis talking to the welders. and it Exactly. Be- and the welder sees Jesse in captivity, sees this like slave dude and doesn't do doesn't anything. Do anything. So clearly this person's a piece of shit. Yep. And they have a bet. He's like, look, I bet you $50 that Jesse can break, break out it. of this. And if he does, I take $50 and you basically do this work for free. He's like, all right. But, I'll take you up on that. So it's just Jesse throwing And Jesse's just running back and forth. And Todd, like, is like, oh, hey, you should take the chains off his ankles because we can't have him breaking his legs or he won't be able to cook. <laughs> Fucked. Um, so Jesse's just running back and forth. 
And terrible. Neil goes, who is this guy? Goes, ah, he's a rat. That's all you need to know. And it pans out and we see the picture of Brock and Jesse's girlfriend, Mm. uh, which is obviously the thing that they keep threatening Jesse with. Now, Jesse has found, before he left his parents' house, he looked through the yellow pages to find Candy Welding Mm -mm. Company. And he's going to track them down. So he's outside the welders and uh, there's another little throwback here. He picks up a beetle that's crawling along, right. picks it up, looks at it and puts it back down. Now, apparently this is a callback to an early episode in Breaking Bad where he does this with another insect. Right. And it's it's kind of there to show that this is the same guy. This is the same kid, kid. who <clears throat> means well and he hasn't changed even though he's gone right. through all this stuff. Right. He's still, still the same. Thought it was kind of nice. We see uh, on the on the subtitles it it uh, said these were strippers. Right. I don't know so much these, about these. That. Didn't look like strippers. No, I mean they look like strippers. I mean I'm sure they stripped, but I, I think there was a bit more, <laughs> well, these, bit more going on there. These candy welders. Yeah, they look like one of their names was Candy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the three quote unquote strippers uh, leave the welding company. And we well, see- actually, I thought this was going to go a different way. So these these crooks, these like Nazi welder dudes yeah. that, that have a shit ton of money, they hire out these these uh, prostitutes that come in a giant Hummer. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Hummer using the same sentence as prostitutes. <laughs> uh, they have a big like a pimp, I guess, like mm. this big huge dude, like their bouncer, their pimp. I thought Jesse was going to be like, "Yo, pimp dude, inside." These guys have a lot of money. Let's go in there together and take it. But, like, I guess that's more risky. So So, he didn't do that. (laughs) uh, Apparently, when I was looking through as well, this uh, the limo driver's been in it before. Oh, okay. I can't quite remember where about. He's a big white dude. Yeah. Right? With the, the, like, beard, maybe. We've seen him before. I've definitely seen him, yeah. Um, So, anyway, we see uh, Neil and Casey and all their cronies are snorting a load of blow. They're drinking PBR and whiskey. Look, if I had that much money, I wouldn't be drinking PBR. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're doing a but lot. I guess they're still trash. They're yeah, like you know, sure you have money, but you're still garbage. still like your shitty beer. <laughs> um, no offense to anyone. I, I still drink PBR. You like PBR? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jesse walks in. He looks like a badass here. I yeah, think. it just it just it goes silent. It goes quiet. He's just stood there in his cool leather jacket. Um, and he just says flat out, look, I'm here for money. Need $1,800. That's it. And they're like... 1800 and I'll go. You'll never see me again. So all these dudes are now sitting in this room. And Jesse walks in. And he's got his gun like in his belt, like in his yeah, waistband. So you see it. He knows, you see he's, he's got his she's gun. showing the gun. And they're like, oh, like... Because they know that he's showing it off mm. to show he's got a gun. And then they're like, oh, you're here to kill, kill us or something. And he's like, I'm not here to rob you. I'm here to just ask you for some money. That's all I want. Mm. Just give me some money. And he's like, the third didn't cut it. And Casey's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Third? You gave a third of this away? And Neil's like, shut up, Casey. And then they start taking the piss out of his gun. He's got a, I don't know anything about guns. I know the guns in Goldeneye. It That's about like the, my. It looks like the golden gun, but not gold. Yeah, it's like, is it a Glock? Is that what you? It's, it's like the old, old it's style old guns. army gun. Like. Yeah. Um, and they're like, where'd you get that? He's like, and he's like, oh, I think it was my grandfather's. It's like the Wild Wild West. And he's West. like, oh, that's cute. Uh, maybe you sh- could shoot some of these cans and stuff. It's right. a shitty gun. Um, 
And Casey's going, I swear to God, if you give this piece of shit one more dollar. And Neil just gets up, gets in his face. And it's kind of scary. Like, you see Casey's like, oh, shit. Like, Neil can fuck up some people. Um, Neil isn't a very intimidating name. Neil, (laughs) no. Keep saying Neil. Um, Neil. But I thought this bit was pretty cool. Um, And Neil basically offers a duel. This this bad guy is pretty smart. Yeah. Because um, he's like, hey, you're on the run. You took a bunch... I gave you... I let you take a bunch of this money... But now, for some reason, you've come back because you need. You've asked me. You need X amount of money. But where's the rest of your money? Because it must be nearby. Mm. And if you have a gun, I have a gun, and there's more of us. This, this is a smart criminal. Yeah, He's like, sure. oh shit, that means you have still have the rest. I could take it back from you right now. Fuck giving you money. I'm gonna take the other yeah. bit of it. Uh, but then it's like the wild, wild west. It is. Apart from they don't have the. Um, but it feels like that they he's like all right sure like the wild west yeah we'll have a a shootout uh, a duel and the shot is so you actually like see uh the bad guy's hand yeah. is like twitching ready to go grab the holster um and they stare each other down the music is revving up now the music here is all car engines I don't know if you know, the music's just going, hyping it up. up. Sounds really cool. Getting super tense. And then Jesse shoots first with the gun in his pocket. The little pistol. His little pistol. Whatever he had. Shoots the ship. Yeah, he had it in the other. So it's like, it's like Bruce Willis diehard, but not the gun taped to the back. The gun in your pocket uh, Uh, shoots the fuck out. Looked really cool. Casey tries to grab a gun and Jesse starts shooting at him. They have a shootout. Uh, and then he picks up the the forty five that yeah. Neil was having, shoots Casey right in the head, and then he turns the gun on the other three, and they're like, "Whoa, no, 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 no we're, we're, we're good, friends. we're just mates, we'll leave." Uh, one of them's like, "I have kids, I, I like, got kids, I got kids." <laughs> he's later, pretty much. Um, he's like, "Like I give a shit." Ask for all their driving licenses, which was smart. Yeah, this is this is this. Look, if you watch Breaking Bad and this movie, you learn a lot. On how to be a good criminal. <laughs> yeah, like, I want to know what Vince Gilligan's done in his form. <laughs> Jesse's life. like, yo, I'm not going to kill you, but give me your driver's license. Because it's all stuff you don't normally see in yeah. TV and it's cop smart. shows and that. It's, it's smart. the driving, yeah. So you're like, why is he asking these guys for their licenses? And he looks at them, he looks at them, and he gives goes, it back. You're not old enough to drink. Piss off. <laughs> he gives it, he gives them back and he's like, cool, now I know where y'all live. If you mention you've seen me at all, ever... I know where you live. Yeah. Just remember that. And they're like, we won't say anything. And they, they leave. And then Jesse leaves and it's he's got, all he's the got money. like a blowtorch on all these burners. Well, he's got the money. Yeah, he's got the money. Yeah. And blows blows the whole place. Yeah, up. he decides to blow this up. Cool it's guy. a movie. You need some big explosions. Yeah, cool guys don't look at explosions yeah. either. You're no. always looking at oh, like... Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, we take a flashback to Jesse with hair in a hotel room in his gown. Uh, chatting on the phone to who we believe is Jane, mm. his uh, his former love, Jessica Jones, yes. who Walt had died on uh, in her bed <sighs> from an overdose. Very sad. I love me um, Jane. I love Jane. Uh, my Jane. ex-girlfriend reminded me of Jane very much. I think much. everyone's ex-girlfriend. Oh. I mean, my current girlfriends remind me of Jane. I mean, what? <laughs> um, Jane was a dream. Um, so... <laughs> So this uh, takes place right before the episode where 
uh, Walt and Jesse are stranded in the desert and almost right. die from dehydration. Um, so we're talking season two time here. So we see him in this like hotel. Yeah. They come into the hallway. Comes out of his room, knocks on a door. And the door opens and my jaw drops because I, I knew this was going to happen, but I completely forgot. I was so invested in like right. all the action that just happened that I'm completely forgetting some things that I haven't seen in this movie yet. And here he is. Walter, Walter White. Uh, this is just such a badass moment. Yeah. Just the two walking. two of them walking down the corridor looks awesome. Yeah, like I said, my jaw was just completely dropped for a, a solid few minutes here. I'm like, hands on my head like, oh, yes. Now, this is the first time that Brian Cranston didn't actually shave his head. Yes, I could tell. Uh, yeah. He wore a bald cap because, obviously, if Brian Cranston suddenly has a shaved head, people are going, huh, Yeah, I wonder why you've done that. <laughs> um, but they kept him... Uh, they did like the WWE, like keeping you secret for a Royal Rumble appearance kind of thing. Sure. Um, snuck him out and apparently like everyone just turned up from the crew that day um, to just see it. Of course. And all the extras in the diner are all crew members and stuff. Ah. They didn't want any like support cast. They wanted it all just to be in-house. So this hopefully didn't get out. That's crazy. Um, yeah, so... The two of them are eating breakfast at a diner. Um, Jesse mentions electrolytes, which is also brought up just like later that day when they're stranded in the well, desert. They're like, well, we need electrolytes for hydration. Well, then he goes and he's, he's like, he's at a salad bar. Yeah. Sal- salad bar, bitch. Shout out Ponderosa. <laughs> uh, he's, he's at the salad bar and he's filling up on like salad and a lot and of pineapple. Fruits. And he's eating a lot of pineapple. And <laughs> Walt's like, uh, you're really liking that. That's a lot of pineapple. And he's like, yeah, it's got bromelain in it. He's like, bromelain, bromelain in it. Uh, do you, I don't know what bromelain is, but I can, I, I know what else pineapple is. I'm sure you. you do. Yeah, all right. Um, <laughs> then this is a completely different relationship they have here. This is early on in Breaking Bad. Uh, Walt's seeming nervous. He just, he just wants the money. Uh, wants to sell it as quick as possible. Jesse says it's going to take like six months to sell right. this batch. He's like, it's oh. like, so don't worry, Mister White. I've I've got you. Your family are going to be fine forever. Forever. Your family are going to be sorted. So they're talking as if this is a one and done job. Right. Obviously, we know that's not the case. Um, Walter also becomes like very fatherly here. He's like, so what's what are your plans? Like, what do you want to do? Like, do you want to go to college? You'd be You'd be great at college. Say, like, sure, yeah, maybe I might do sports medicine. What well, was like, yeah, what about business? Business and marketing. You could pretty much teach that course. Like, because you, you do it with the drugs. Yeah. Like, you're, you're good at this. It's like, yeah, you just need to get your GED. And he's like, what? I totally passed high school, dick. He's, he's like, I was on, you were on stage yeah. and you gave me the diploma, bitch. <laughs> uh, this is a really nice scene. Not really needed but just to have those yeah, two together definitely. again um it, it it answers some things definitely because um if you watch the end of breaking bad sure walt saves jesse yeah but there was a lot of beef at near their relationship was yeah in yeah like, it was like fucked up so this is kind of throwing back here because it's kind of letting you know that you know what jesse does feel some type of way towards Walter yeah. because in this it's what they were in the desert and like Walter has cancer and Walter's like choking in the diner here. And Jesse keeps Jesse like him, gets up and helps him. Yeah. Like, and then, back, and then like, water. they're like talking and he's like, Oh, drink your water. And then like the conversation develops and keeps going. And then Jesse like stops for a second. He's like, Hey, no, hydrate, 
hydrate, stay hydrated. Yeah. Seriously, hydrate. It's like they're showing love for each other. And yeah. like that, this is definitely where I'm like, oh, these are my two boys. Like, yeah. you watch the show so much that you you hang out with these people. And I, I think you, you look at, um, like, photos and all the funny shit the two of them did together, of the outtakes. Like, yeah. I feel their relationship together, yeah. like, really, they they bonded so well. Um, yeah. Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston. Definitely. So this must have been awesome, just doing this. this yeah, this scene. was this was really sweet to watch. I, I, again, like it wouldn't, it doesn't, it, it doesn't have a, a giant factor here. But then it ends with Walter basically saying, "Just Jesse, you don't know how lucky you are." Yeah, <laughs> and then it cuts back, and you're like, oh, "Yeah, so you he really goes, don't, do you?" He goes, "You're really lucky. You know that you don't have to wait your whole life to do something special." And the camera kind of pans towards the Winnebago. Mm. Um, yeah, because Walt, Walt sees his whole life as nothing. Like, right. he's not achieved anything. And sure, what they're doing is illegal, but it's sure. it's huge. Yeah. Um, no, it was really it was really cool. Like I said, my jaw dropped when the, the scene starts with them, when he knocks on the door and it opens. You just forget, like... That, 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 that was, was being gift a lot last week, uh, when it came out, just the two of them walking. walking yeah, definitely. Out. I could see, like, entrance music coming oh, out. Yeah, ding, ding, ding. yeah it, it, would, that, it was really great. I loved it. Walter. We see a lorry driving through the mountains, snow everywhere. Ed hops out, pulls, uh, opens the back of the lorry. There's like this secret panel at the back that he knocks on, drops down. We see Jesse's been like lying down in this tiny little room in the in, car, in the truck. U-Haul. Um, and yeah, they've arrived in Alaska. Uh, Ed says it's 40 miles in that direction, gets you to Haynes. Jesse's like, whoa, it's so quiet here yeah like, yeah i figured you could use some of that uh ed then tests him on his date of birth the name of his parents like a fake his, all fake all fake stuff yeah. his parents date of birth parents second to last job uh his social insurance number and then his social insurance number backwards <laughs> I, I don't know my social I, insurance number no I let alone backwards yeah no nothing. um but just tests him he uh, like passes all this it's his new life new life Jesse hands him a letter and Ed goes, look, I'm going to Mexico City in about a month. I will mail it then. Goes, from Mexico. From Mexico. Yeah. So it's going to make the cops think Jesse's in Mexico yeah. again. He goes, not many of us get a chance to start fresh. Good luck, Mr. Driscoll. Driscoll. And the camera pans out and we see the letter is to Brock. Mm. Uh, Jesse drives off and has a slight kind of smile on his face. And there's a flashback to him in the car with Jane, which I love this. Like, I wasn't expecting this. Camera. No, neither, neither. This one caught me even more off and, guard. Uh, he goes, so this we're talking like season two, Jesse. So right. still young, wide eyed. Yeah. He goes, I was thinking about that thing you said about the universe going where the universe takes you. It's a good philosophy. She goes, no, it's a metaphor and it's actually a terrible philosophy i've been going where the universe takes me my entire life it's better to make those decisions yourself which kind of sums up the whole thing because the whole thing jesse's been just going with the ride like right. hasn't been making these decisions mm. and now he's going to start his new life fresh and take life into his own hands and the musical cuts it's just completely silent we see Jesse drive off yes. and the credits roll. El Camino. Yes, he drives off in the same fashion that he drove off. Mm. So this is what I'm saying. This whole package here 
did not tarnish any of the legs. No. Because the end shot is still it's him pretty much the same. driving off. But we know he's good now. Yeah. It's just a lot of cold now. A lot of snow. But it's fine. He could be Canadian now. He could be living among us somewhere up there, in, up here in the snow. Um, it, it, it did everything. It answered all the little questions and still leaves it like chilling. Like, cool. You know he's good now. We yeah. know he's I. I think if you were to never watch this, it like... As even if you've seen all of Breaking Bad, right. I don't know why you'd see all of Breaking Bad and not watch this. Right, yeah. But it's fine. You yeah. haven't really missed anything. Exactly. But then again, it's just a really well-written, well-shot, uh, well-acted yeah. piece of work that does answer those final little questions, if you happen to have any. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't tarnish anything. No. It doesn't it raise doesn't. more questions. Um, I have one question. Okay. Where, what happens... To Walt Jr. Yeah, I knew you were going to ask. And that. his breakfast. And his breakfast. <laughs> does he still? Does he's got money now? He can eat more expensive breakfast. Uh, those are uh, those are things. I don't know if I want to see another one of these Breaking Bad movies because this one is the most important they've, character here. Yeah, they've kind of said they're not doing good anymore. Good. As far as uh, Jesse's concerned, sure. like Aaron Paul said, I mean, also never say never. Sure. But Jesse said, no, that's it. Yeah, it's done. This makes sense to him. Um, I know Vince Gilligan wants to kind of get away from this world. Uh, He's also talked about, I believe, uh, creating like stories within this universe, but complete like within the world, but completely separate from all these characters and stuff. Sure. So right, okay, that's still like we'll still be set in the same universe, but it could be a completely different show. No, this whole this whole movie felt like an episode of Breaking Bad. It felt like everything. To hit. I was I, I wanted to watch it since it came out, but I just was been working, and then I was like, oh man, like is this is this movie really like necessary? Is yeah, it, is it? You could argue that it's kind of not, but I was very entertained by this movie. I, I enjoyed it. If you are a fan of Breaking Bad, then it felt like you're continuing this, the show, and that's it gave me like just because it's been it's been like 10 plus years since this show been out now maybe mm-hmm. and it's just like watching the continuation it's six years since the finale yeah. so and yeah it's yeah over it's been 10 a long time and, and 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 um i felt like it did a good job of keeping the the the, the smart the intelligence in the writing and, and everything and yeah aaron paul is fantastic uh I, I haven't seen him in too much else that i've really loved him in so that that's another thing i'm like man to me you are going to be typecasted as this Jesse because so that's i found it weird watching it and especially making notes because uh he plays todd in in bojack horseman right okay he does yeah. the voice he, and has a, he has a good voice he's yeah. fantastic like yeah, he and is good at that, the actually. voice acting is really good in that yeah. but it just i kept getting confused because it's the guy who plays Todd is playing Jesse, and then we have Jesse Plemons playing Todd. Oh, that's very strange. And I was just, and yeah. then I, when my head's in the computer and I just hear the voice, it's yeah. like, oh, that's Todd's voice. No, that's Jess. Um, I, I really, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed watching. It was very entertaining. It was like you said, shot beautifully. Uh, everything just like clicked properly. I was going into this kind of with a little bit of negativity, thinking, oh man, are you going to really do Breaking Bad dirty like that? But they really didn't. See, I they wasn't really because I'm such a fan of Better Call Saul. Sure. I know, I like, I trust them now. I, right. They have my trust. Yeah. Um, there's, when you look at other TV movies, now I've got a poster of Twin Peaks right in front of me here. Right. Um, Twin Peaks is one of my favorite shows. Um, Twin Peaks got cancelled after season two. Oh. Got left on a huge cliffhanger. And then David Lynch made a film called Fire Walk With Me. And he couldn't get... Um, 
like the main character in in Twin Peaks, Dale Cooper, um, he could only get him back for a couple of scenes because he was like, ah, I kind of want to get away from Twin Peaks. I don't want to be known as the Twin Peaks guy. Sure. So had him for pretty much two scenes. The rest is all flashbacks and some of the actors are different as well. And you come out watching that film. It's not a bad film, hmm. but you have more questions than sure. you did before it started. Now, yeah. 20 years later, he does season three and it's right. fantastic and there's still questions left, but it feels kind of more wrapped up. Sure. Um, this, th- this and this was, to- this could be a worry with this where you go, oh, it's just gonna, it's just gonna be a flashback thing and ask more questions. Whereas, no, no I thought I this was, as I said, I feel this is a coda. This is a final chapter right to the breaking bad book no yeah like i love it I, again uh, i'm a big fan of the the book and uh, and the movie uh, into the wild right uh this guy just like goes off on his own and you know doesn't whatever but he he wants to go to alaska yeah so he goes to the magic bus up in alaska that's where i'm imagining jesse mm. going to this bus listening to some eddie vetter and surely he's still got up. some money left of course he's got all of it he's got all that money all he needed was 1800 what would more. you do what would you do when, if you had to start a new life in alaska which i could do by the way I like it. I like cold. I've not been to Alaska. Let's uh, go. Yeah. Yeah. Try and find Jesse. Let's go. And the magic bus. Yeah. Uh, I would, I would like start, you know, a little, little job just to money launder. Money. Maybe start <laughs> cooking meth. And- <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I did it again. <laughs> oh, guys, I'm in it. I'm in it again. Um, Alaska probably needs some meth. Now, Aaron Paul revealed uh, what that letter said to okay. Brock. Um, and it was... That I think they actually shot it, and it was going to be a voiceover as he's driving off. They decided against it. Sure. But it's it was basically him apologizing to Brock for all the evil he's brought into his life. It was pretty Yikes. dark. Um, it's in an interview that just came out recently, okay. so so check that out. That must be tough, because, like, again, this is all, like, storyline kayfabe here. Mm. Like, Brock, poor kid, his mom is gone. You don't even get Jesse in your life anymore. Yeah. And then you read this letter when... You, you're a kid, you don't understand. You're going to read it when you're older and be like, what the fuck? Yeah. And especially seeing these, like, he's still on the run. Like, yeah. the Walter White thing will be in history forever in right, that town. Right. Like this... Heisenberg. This Heisenberg. And this guy that got away. Right. No one knows if he's alive or dead. They believe him to be in Mexico. Right. Uh, but just disappeared. Yeah. Crazy stuff. It's pretty smart. If you're ever going to run away, pretend you're in Mexico. Um, really go to Canada or Alaska. Yeah. Yeah. It's really great. I would just like shave. I would look different, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So that would be. You just shave your head. Just shave your head, grow a beard. Yeah. You just do like the do basically the opposite. So you'd you grow do. your hair out and shave. Well, I mean, I can't. Uh, you, you can grow hair. You <laughs> sure. can grow hair. You well, can have a like a Paul Heyman going on. <laughs> oh God, Hulk Hogan! <laughs> I'll wear a bandana. Yeah. That's what I would do. Yeah. I I, I feel like. This movie definitely wraps up everything that I, I wanted to kind of... Because you do wonder, okay, sure, you just got away from a giant explosion and Walt died and there's Nazis dead and every, a shootout. Everyone's dead. Cops are coming. Where do you go? What do you yeah. do? Well, this is what you do. This is and, what you do. And it answered all those questions. So I will say I, I, I really enjoyed this movie. I, 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 I love it. Check it out. So, guys, if you ever find yourself in a bit of a pickle, watch El Camino and figure it out from there. Is that what you're lot, saying? Yeah, you'll figure a lot of stuff out watching this movie. Right. Shall we go to some feedback? Yeah, let's see what other people thought about this. So uh, we go to forum.postwrestling.com for some of our, our, our free reviews, including NXT every week. We do that. We put up the the NXT feedback. But if you're looking for our other um, 
movies, like mm. on our Patreon, which we've been doing a ton of movie reviews uh, like this one, we put our feedback if on the Patreon board. Yes. But this one's right now on forum.postwrestling.com. Uh, do you want me to start? Sure. Yeah, go for it. We go to Ryan from Death Valley. Just finished watching it. While not in any way essential to the story of Breaking Bad, it is a great return to that world. Seeing how Pinkman gets out of Albuquerque might not sound like the most interesting thing, but this simple plot gives it an easy forward momentum, and the performances are all great. I don't know if I can say without say any more without giving it away, but nine out of ten, I gotta go watch the re rewatch the entire series. Damn it! Damn. Yeah, I know. I've been watching so many clips these past few days. Yeah, I wish this. if I. Didn't have a job and a girlfriend and yeah. a life. I definitely, I definitely, hey, you've got two out of three ain't bad, isn't it? <laughs> I definitely go back and rewatch this. Uh, I'm going to go to Mike Hogan. Yes. He goes, all right, mate. Mate. Super interested to hear your thoughts on this one. As someone who was late to Breaking Bad, I probably wasn't clamoring for more like some people were. And I can also understand those that say this was unnecessary, but I thought this put a perfect bow on the series. Walt's definitive, uh, definitive death there's no unanswered questions about Jesse. And to me, Vince Gilligan has now made two perfect finales to the same show. It was awesome to dip another toe in this world, even if some of the characters are laughably different looking to when we last saw them. Mm. Looking at you, Jesse Plemons. Great to see Jesse get some sort of happy ending, as he was the one main character we followed who had the most ab amount of good in them. This was a solid 8 out of 10 film for me. Was impressed with how they made it look cinematically different to a TV show so it felt filmic. An unexpected treat to end the show again. If you could pick any show to get a movie to wrap things up again, what would you pick and why? I mean, I, I said I don't watch a lot of TV, yeah. so I always did say, oh man, they could do a movie on this show because mm. it feels like a movie. I always thought they were going to end this show with a finale B like a movie. Yeah. And they kind of did this with this, so it's kind of cool. But uh, other shows that like would need a movie, I'm not super sure. I mean, people always say they want a Friends movie. I'm like, what? Why? You can't have a movie with a laugh track. That doesn't sound good. Like, yeah. it's, it's dated. Too. And it feels weird when yeah. you take it out Why? and you're so used to that. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know, because most shows uh, wrap things up most of the time. Yeah. So, you're like, okay, cool. Uh, it's maybe shows that, like, oh, like, uh, you made me start watching The Inbetweeners. Like, they do a movie. It's kind of granted. It's like, okay, the story's still continuing within the movie. Yeah. Whereas most shows end and then they want to do the movie. It's how do you, how do you kind of... Yeah. Um, I mean, I've said a few times that uh, my one of my favorite TV shows was Lost. Sure. Which had very negative uh, ending, reception the ending, to the ending. Yeah. I personally loved the ending. Um, but I know a lot of people are critical about it and misunderstood the ending. Now, they're... I can I can definitely see that being rebooted one day. I think sure. the concept of right. people crashing on an island, the island is mysterious and magic. I think that's a cool concept that you could revisit again. Um, if they were to do a film as a continuation rather than a reboot, I would certainly like them to have the characters we know are still there to, to continue it and then have a new cast. Sure. Um, but it's not really needed. I can't think... There, I, there are certainly season finales that are right, shit, right. but there aren't many that I'm like, oh, I just wish I know, at least not off the top of my head. I will say, like again, I, I'll reiterate, I don't watch a lot of uh, TV shows. I'm more mm. of a movie guy. I watch movies all the time. But uh, since Breaking Bad, the show that I've 
click to come on, come into most since Breaking Bad. And this is a long time now since Breaking Bad has ended is Stranger Things. But again, when I watch Stranger Things, it feels like it's almost like a movie each episode. So I don't need a yeah, movie. You know I, what I mean? I, mean like, I think I've mentioned before on here, it's one of the things I, I kind of dislike about this dropping everything at yes, once yes. thing. Because it makes it feel like you're watching a 10-hour movie. It now. feels like you're watching a movie and the discussion kind of just ends after it. Right. Um, whereas something that was cool with Breaking Bad and with Game wait. of Thrones, oh, you got to oh wait. Oh my God, week, waiting week. for week to week. And you'd Especially after like, when the, the, one of the biggest cliffhangers when Hank's having t- a poop. when TV history is when Hank has a shit and realizes WW, you got me. Yeah. Like, yo, that's, that was the craziest cliffhanger in TV, I'd say. And and week to week, just end of an episode and you got to wake to week. Yeah. And you, you chat about it and you discuss, whereas so many things now are just kind of just yeah, tied up. Yes, here. 10 episodes. You watched you go. it. So yeah. much content out there. You just yeah. get it. Uh, let's continue feedback. Brandon from Oshawa definitely did not need this, but it was fun to revisit this world and see what everyone is up to these days. My highlights were the scenes of Jesse with Walt and Jane. I would have liked to see Walt Jr. get in this somehow, but I guess he didn't have much to do with Jesse, so it wouldn't have made much sense. RIP to Robert Forster, who was also great in this and phenomenal in Heroes as well. That's something, because you, you mentioned about Walt Jr. as well. I like that they haven't done cameos for the sake of having a cameo. Yeah. Because he didn't have anything to do with that. No. And sure, you could you could shoehorn Walt Jr. in and go, oh, cool, look, it's Walt yeah, Jr. you could have. But for me, having old Joe and Ed in it... Right. It makes more sense. And well, no, it, it's I, cooler in a way. Yeah, and, and obviously you need the, the Walt one because their 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 duo were the best they yeah. were the best duo and then you have of course jane like his his love that died for, yeah like taken from him so it's like of course those were those were but, needed. and i think both of them were important to show where jesse was at that point in life mm-hmm. compared to where he is now and right. show his growth as a person rather than oh look there's walt jr eating breakfast say a line about breakfast <laughs> yeah you're such a bitch <laughs> <laughs> we go to eric marcote I don't know if I've ever had less to say immediately after watching a movie. I don't mean that in a bad way either. The cinematography was beautiful, the acting was fantastic, and it was nice to see all these characters again. This movie felt completely unnecessary. Nothing really happened that you wouldn't expect to happen after watching the final episode, but it's like I didn't really care. It was just a nice epilogue. Elephant in the room, Fat Todd. Sort of took me out of his scenes a little bit. Still a great acting performance and all. He just looked significantly different. 8.5 out of 10. Breaking Bad's finale is still perfection. Skinny Pete and Badger are ride or die homies. Yeah, for real. They are. I would do that for you. Don't forget. I would do that for you. Uh, Beniud, he says, watch it last night. And if anyone was going to watch it, it would definitely... I would definitely recommend rewatching the series first. I couldn't remember enough to really follow it. That said, I enjoyed it just as a standalone film, shot really well. Jesse was great and brilliant to see all the characters again. We go to Brian from New Jersey. Are you ready for it, Brayden? I'm ready. First time, long time! First time, long time! After binge-watching all of Breaking Bad a few years ago, in addition to watching Better Call Saul, I was really anticipating this movie. Not sure what to expect. I felt I received a very nicely done epilogue. Solid story told in a sombre way, well made with great acting. Jesse Plemons looked older and fatter in the flashback scenes, but he was still great as well. God bless you, Jesse. You're with Kirsten Dunst. Who cares? (laughs) Three stars out of four. Uh, Brandon from New Jersey. Oh, uh oh. My dearest lads, the movie was great, but the car is better. 
How do you feel about Ontario's influencers being, becoming a part of Doug Ford's inner circle? Oh, I love it. I fucking love it. <laughs> what does that have to do with Breaking Bad? <laughs> this is Brandon here. <laughs> Doug Ford is pretty much the Gus Fring of, uh, of Ontario, but it's dollar beers <laughs> instead um, of meth. <laughs> yeah, when are these dollar beers coming? I don't want them. Any beer that costs a dollar is not good. I'm sorry. That... No, you're talking about so, PBR. <laughs> twenty. I was going to say twenty minutes ago, you said you drink PBR. No, but like realistically, I, I'm not. I'm not drinking that. <laughs> okay. Uh, we go to author of posts. It was unnecessary and doesn't stand up on its own when separated from the series, but I don't think it was designed to. No. Overall, it felt more like a long episode of Breaking Bad rather than a movie. It was still a good watch that served to remind you how good the series was. Seven out of ten. Yeah, I agree. You could not just make someone watch this. You, no, they wouldn't know what sure. the fuck was going on. Yeah. They'd be like, what the, what's happening? Who are, who are these people? Uh, we go to Pick Japan. Greetings. My thoughts before watching this movie. Is this going to be like Solo, which was a Star Wars movie, but really wasn't Star Wars? That is El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie, just pretending to be Breaking Bad? Well, not really Breaking Bad? I mean, how can you have Breaking Bad without Walter? Well, then there was Walter in a flashback. So I guess this <laughs> must be Breaking Bad. The end of the movie felt movie left me a bit detached. This movie was about the journey of Jesse Pinkman, so we all know what happened to him. Yes, there will be sequels based in there could be sequels based in Alaska, but I'm not interested in them. Pinkman was a good character as contrast to the overall cerebral Walter, but on his own, Pinkman doesn't come across to me that compelling of a story. My rating five Erlen Meyer flasks out of ten. Ahoy. So Pig Japan didn't like this movie mm. as much. I, I, I do say that um you you mentioned that they wanted to get rid of Jesse early on in the show, but yeah. then they realized that the character was was very compelling. Yeah. Uh, I would say that when you definitely pair him and Walt together, they even each other out both all, all sure, the way yeah. through. Like that, Jeffy's Jeffy uh, Jesse's more like uh, like kind of goofy and mm. and is lucky. Like he would fuck things up, and then it would help him out in his favor. So both both definitely. I, I have to do a little disagree saying that like Jesse d- did stick out. On his own, without Walt in this for me, one hundred percent. Yeah, but it was it was the same character but evolved yeah, as well. Exactly. You couldn't you couldn't do a film about Jesse from season one and of two. Of course not. No, um, because It'd be about it's, him, bitch. Same it's bitch. like when um, he barely said bitch in this movie, by the way. Yeah, but like he, I think he said it in the flashback, which is good because like yeah, you exactly. want that one. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you look at you mentioned Friends earlier. When people are like, oh, who's your favorite Friends character? And it's like, well, you kind of do need them all. Yeah. And that's why Joey bombed. It didn't work because it's like, oh, Joey's not funny right, on his own. Right. But I think this evolved Jesse. Definitely. Does stand up on his own. And Aaron Paul's fantastic. He's so mm. good. And finally, we go to Tony. I really enjoyed this. Nothing totally major happened and there were no big surprises, but it was a good couple hour epilogue to round off a fantastic TV show. Todd is a great villain. I feel he's underrated compared to some of the other heels in Breaking Bad. Yeah, definitely. They definitely made him stand out more as a creepy fucking psycho in this, in this movie. Uh, So I guess people kind of agree. Like I I would say the same thing. Like, yeah, was this movie necessary? Not really, but damn, I enjoyed going for the ride. It definitely answered some questions that I've, you've had as think like think about the past years any breaking bad fan where you're talking amongst your buddies like yeah but like how would he do this where would he go what would he? well here you go yeah he's an- they've answered these things yeah. so uh and i've learned things if i ever need to run away i have to find a guy who sells vacuums or uh, what did you say D- bacon deluxe uh- <laughs> oh yeah well, <laughs> supermax vacuum large meat 
feast extra bacon. Yeah, knock three times and you yeah. get to disappear for the rest <laughs> of your life. Uh, that's a lot of money to make yourself disappear, but totally worth it. You hear these stories of like, dad goes on a hike, goes missing, can't find him, never found the body, nothing. That's because he's in Alaska. He's disappeared with to his Alaska. new family. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. God damn. Yeah, your dad, that, yeah, you, your dad could be like some. Mine? Not, yeah. No, my, my dad's general manager of, <laughs> yeah, yeah. of NXT UK. <laughs> uh, so that is El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. We got to nerd out on some, some Breaking Bad. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, but if you liked our movie review, there's a place they can find them. Yeah, head to patreon.com forward slash up next, where you will get a wealth of movie reviews. Oh, boy. We do one a week at the moment yeah. because it's October. We're doing Spooky. a lot of horror films. Oh, yeah. Um, we even have um, Spider-Man 3 is coming up soon from... <laughs> that has nothing from, to do with October. No, I know, but Eric Marcote uh, is one of our world champions. Eric Marcote, who yes. has feedback for El Camino. Our, pa- our Patreon has some tiers. Yes. Uh, everyone's signing up for the... There's a there's a 205 tier where you just kind of help us out, throw us a dime here or there. There's, everyone's signing up for the North American Championship tier. It's mm-hmm. our $5 tier. You get all the extra shows that we do. You get all these movie reviews. You made me watch the movie Saw. Yeah. I've never seen it. I had to watch a guy cut his foot off with a fucking saw. It was terrifying. Go listen to our review of that. Amazing. Um, all of our all of our reviews are on there, but there's also a $25 tier. Mm. If you choose to do this, uh, first of all, thank you. You're insane, but thank <laughs> you. Uh, you get all the shows. You get an, uh, a few extra shows, and you get to choose something for us to watch. So our friend Eric here... Um, was our first Patreon. This guy signed up before we even launched yet. I don't know how he did this, but he he found our Patreon. And as soon as we said, hey, you signed up for this world tier, you get to choose the first the first thing we'll get to, we choose you choose to watch for us to watch without even hesitating, without batting an eye. This guy fucking picks Spider-Man 3. <laughs> so which is interesting because John and Wei have just released their review of yes. Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes. So for a nice companion piece, you can you can listen to the very eloquent John Pollock and Wei Ting break down Spider-Man Homecoming starring Tom Holland. And then just about a week later, you can listen to these idiots chat about Spider-Man 3. I can't wait to talk about <laughs> e- emo Peter Parker. You have no idea. I'm ready. Or uh, <laughs> Eric Foreman as Venom. <laughs> I saw a I saw a meme the other day of uh, Toby Maguire's emo Peter Parker yeah. when he's dancing. Yeah, with Joker. But with Joker. <laughs> yeah, oh, I want this framed. How do you feel about that in our hallway? Sure, let's like, do it. Blow up when it's someone has photoshopped emo Peter Parker dancing one way, and it's the Joker Joaquin yeah. Phoenix the other way. It's so fucking perfect. Let's do it. Uh, so go to uh, Patreon.com/slash/upnext. Join. We have this other show called Best Match Ever, where we talk about uh, the best matches ever. We do Was Next. We do extra. Uh, we do AEW chat. We do Wednesday Night War chats we're doing so much content because we love our patreon supporters so go check us out but if you're still listening follow the up next twitter at up next podcast on twitter uh my personal twitter and instagram is at the bray d and i am at davy portman there you can reach out to us follow us uh keep you updated with all the stuff we do um every wednesday night we have nxt live on usa 
Uh, we we watch it, then we record up next the podcast. But we also, while recording, go live on our YouTube. Yeah, which is BDE official. Yeah, so go tune into that after if you watch NXT or if you don't. A lot of the people who join our lives don't even watch NXT. Yeah. They just come to hang out with us, <laughs> which is really interesting. They're like, what wine you drinking yeah, today, it's boys? Great. <laughs> it's fantastic. Uh, so thank you for listening to this. Thank you for listening to all the shows um, this week on our Patreon because it's spooky season. We have Nightmare on Elm Street, the original 25th anniversary, Johnny Depp, Freddy Krueger. It's fucking lit, but the yeah. only way you can listen to that is on our Patreon. So thank you. Go check that out. Um, we have Was Next featuring the debut of another spooky character, oh, Bray the, Wyatt. The debut of Bray Wyatt. Like, not, not talking WWE. Yeah. NXT debut of Bray Wyatt. So yeah, that's July 11th, 2012. It's only a 40-minute episode. Put that on while yeah. you're having your supper and then listen to us talk about we it. We have a lot of content and uh, it's all because of our Patreon supporters. So thank you. Uh, thank you for listening to this. Um, I am the one who knocks. Take care. Be safe, bitch. <laughs> Magnets, yo! <laughs> I am the danger. <laughs> I'm not in the wrestling business. I'm in the podcast business. I don't know any other lines uh, that he says in the show, but yeah, yeah bitch. Take care, bitch. Oh, hey!